0: This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. Reach out today at RetreatBehavioralHealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. This is Mike Fanmeter, and welcome to Recovery is Possible. And this episode of Recovery is Possible is going to focus on the whole idea of acceptance. And, you know, this is something that if you're in recovery circles, you're going to hear quite a bit about this idea of acceptance. And accepting our addiction is one of the things that uh, is really necessary for us to get on the path to recovery, but it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And I want to address that today and talk about why it's important to accept the disease of addiction, whether we want to or not. And the reason why it's important to accept it is because it's it's a reality. You know, you can wish that your, your addiction is not an issue. You can hope that it will go away. You can hope that it will get better. You can dream of that time. But the fact is the addiction is a disease. And, and we have a lot of other episodes on this podcast that talk about that. And I invite you to go back and listen to the um, episodes about the disease of addiction, the progression of addiction, and how it just gets worse over a period of time. There are no exceptions. You're not going to be the first exception in the history of humankind if you fall into the category that we're discussing here today so it's just really important to accept this and accept the disease for what it is now that's a big thing for people to get their head around and uh, you know it's because it's it's a it's a big issue and it's challenging and it's a journey and and I really want to talk about that because it's a critical element of recovery and and that that idea that we have to learn to accept the things that we can't change is going to be very very important to your long term sobriety if that's something that you want to do and I think that uh, I think it's important to point out that right off the bat you have to make a decision do you want to get well and if you're listening to this podcast you are either someone yourself or you know someone that may be in this category. And that being the category that they their addiction has gotten out of control. And it's going to be important to understand that your addiction is not going to go away. And like I said, on other episodes of this podcast, we talk about the the disease model of addiction. And and I want you to go back and listen to them and then just understand that if you're listening to this podcast and you have an interest in this and you've gotten to the point to where you even have to think about this, then it's probably something that you need to address. And I have said this before, and I'll say it again, that normal social drinkers or people that socially, uh, recreationally use drugs, don't think about stopping using alcohol or drugs because it would never occur to them that they would need to do that. And I want that to sink in there for a minute, that if you're thinking about this issue then it's something that needs to be addressed because it's likely caused problems in your life, your relationships, your profession, your your career. Uh, it's, it's something that you you realize inherently that ne- it's something that needs to change and you probably do want to change it. But I have had people say to me that like, look, if I accept this, if I just accept that I am an addict or I'm an alcoholic, then it's going to make it so. But the what I would say to that. <laughs> is the exact opposite. It is so, and you just need to accept it. And the sooner you accept it, the sooner life is going to get better. And I can promise you that your life will get better because frankly, it can't not get better. That's a, a tagline that I've used before. And that is that, you know, the, the nice thing about addiction is once you just stop using, your life can't not get better. And that's something that should be encouraging to you is to know that your life will get better over a period of time. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. It will happen over a period of time. And But the beauty of it is that it's going to happen. And if you go to enough 12-step meetings out there, you can see examples and hear examples of people that will tell you just that, that it does get better, and you just have to be patient. You know, there's an old saying in, in AA that is that time takes time. And I know it it sounds a bit cliche, but it's true. Time just takes time. And, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you are resigning yourself to anything. And accepting things as they are doesn't even mean that you're giving up or admitting defeat. Rather, it means that you're acknowledging the reality and committing to moving forward. You know, step three of the 12 steps is, you know, having made a decision. You make a decision to move forward. You make a decision to deal with your addiction. You make a decision to commit to getting better over time. I was talking to some patients the other day about this, in fact, and I said, you know, I want to lose 15 pounds and I I know exactly how to lose 15 pounds. I can tell you how to do it. I can do it myself. I've done it before. And, you know, then the question is, well, then why don't I lose 15 pounds if it's that easy and I've done it before? You know, I want to do it, but I can want to get sober. But there's a key element to this, And that is that I have to make a decision to do what I need to do to lose weight. And that's going to be making that commitment, following a diet, exercising, sleeping properly, hydrating, Um, working. It's work, in other words. It's work to lose weight. But recovery is work too. Anyone that has any uh, time in sobriety will tell you, that their sobriety is work. And they work it every single day. Just like when you get into an exercise program, when you get into a diet program, it's something that you're always conscious of. You always have it in the forefront of your mind. And you've made that decision that you want to do that. But knowing how to lose weight and losing weight are two different things. And that's why I have people, you know, come in to see me as patients and they will say, I know what I need to do to get sober. I, Mike, I don't need to go to a treatment center. I know what to do. Well, of course, the following question to that is, then why don't you do it? Well, we just haven't made that decision and made the commitment to do it. But it starts with accepting that you need to do this in the first place. And that's going to be really important. So, you know, acceptance is a process. And sometimes it takes a while for us to come to the conclusion, just like if you want to lose weight, um it doesn't come overnight you know maybe your clothes don't fit as well anymore maybe you're not in the physical condition that you want to be in maybe you don't like how you look maybe you're having some health problems but all of this doesn't happen overnight if you if you think about it our addiction didn't happen overnight either many of us have been drinking and drugging for many many years, and it got progressively worse. You know, if you if just like if you if you were uh, it's your IOD weight one day, and then woke up the next day, you were obese. I mean, you would notice that immediately, would you not? But the same thing with addiction. I think sometimes one of the the really pernicious things about addiction is that it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over a period of time. And that's what happens is one day you wake up and you're like, oh, my goodness, this crept up on me. And now I'm in a really bad place. My life has fallen apart. My I've lost my job. I've lost my family, whatever the case may be. But it, it creeps up on you. It's like the old proverbial uh, frog in the hot water. You know, if it was boiling water, they, it would just jump out you know, immediately. But, you know, if you boil that frog it, over, over time, it, it doesn't even realize that this is happening to it. And it just kind of sneaks up on it. And that's the way that addiction is. And um, so your addiction didn't happen overnight. And recovery is not going to happen overnight either. You know, I mean, you might be able to force yourself to be sober or not drinking, rather. and You might be able to be abstinent in the beginning. But you're still going to have those cravings. You're still going to have the, the desire to drink and drug, you know, because your body and your brain haven't healed it takes about a year to a year and a half for your brain and body to heal from the negative effects and the damage that we've done to it. And it takes that time. So you got to really, really force yourself in the beginning to work hard to not use and allow your body to catch up and uh, heal itself. And, you know, like say it's a process, it's a process that's gradual and it's going to be dedication. It's going to be have to be patience and persistence. It's going to have to take, you know, a lot of work. Again, everybody that gets into a long-term recovery tells you how much work it is, and I can attest to that personally. But you know what? Once you do this, it can be very empowering because in our addiction, we've lost control. We've lost control of our ability to manage our drinking, to manage drug-taking, and Getting into recovery and the fact that you can get through one day and then another day and then a month, six months, on to a year, it gives you that sense of accomplishment and it can be empowering. One of the things that I liked to do in early recovery, it was I would get a calendar where you can lay it out and look at the month and I would put a 24-hour chip on every single day. And getting to the end of the month and seeing all of those chips and realizing I'd gotten from one day to the next day, got a month, got a two months, got three months, and it was empowering to me to see visually the progress I was making. You know, I was a, you know, I came out of the military, came out of law enforcement, and the, those visual symbols, the symbolic part of recovery was important to me. You know, the military is all about symbolism an accomplishment. And we we always made a big deal out of every graduation, promotion, change of command, things like that. Well, recovery is kind of the same way because you you can celebrate the, those periods, those accomplishments that you've gotten. And that's one of the reasons why we do that in recovery meetings is to not only celebrate with a person that achieved that milestone, but then also show the new people that were coming in that it is possible to meet those milestones. So it can be liberating, you know, In the, and it just shows you that you've broken free from those, the bonds of your addiction. It can be really liberating and it can help you uh, stop having that negative self-judgment and focus on making those positive changes. So you stop focusing on the addiction itself and and, and that world that you were living in, and focus on the fact that you're becoming a new person, you're becoming a new being, and becoming a new entity. And that's important. It is really, really important in recovery to to really celebrate and understand that you are changing. You're uh, there's this metamorphosis that's taking place, becoming that new being, becoming more useful to your community, to your family, to your profession everyone around you, because let's face it, when we're caught up in our addiction, we're not really useful or helpful to anybody, and we want to change that. And you know, acceptance is not the same thing as approval either, because uh, I've had people say to me that, look, if I accept this, then it means I'm approving of the state that I'm in. Um, it, It doesn't mean that you accept it or approve of it at all. It means that you're acknowledging that it's there and that you're choosing to move forward that's something that you can do. You can put your finger on it. You can say, "I recognize that this addiction is there, but I'm I made that decision to move forward, and I'm willing. I'm open. I'm willing. I'm honest. I want to address this addiction, and I'm going to do everything that I can to ensure that I overcome this addiction." And you know, acceptance can improve our relationships too. You know, cuz when you accept people as they are, right? Without trying to change them, you can improve your relationships with them, and it's true with addiction as well. You just accept it the way that it is, just like we accept other people the way that they are, and this will help you understand your addiction more. It'll help you have compassion on yourself. You'll also have compassion on others. You know, I know that uh, in my own life, I have absolute compassion. You know, for people that suffer from addictions now. Because I understand what it's like. I've been through that. I struggle with it. I still struggle with it. And it helps us to become just more compassionate people. And that's, that's important. You know, and it can reduce your stress as well. You know, accepting your addiction for what it is can reduce the stress that you're under because it seems like there's this decision point that we have to make. And it's just such a hard decision, which is always amazing. And it shows the power that addiction has over individuals. When you you think about it, that making a decision to get sober is so difficult, even though you know that this addiction is destroying everything that you hold dear. It should be an easy decision. It should be, but it isn't always because it's something that has hijacked our brain, it's hijacked our body, and it has, it, we are in the grips of it. We're in the midst of this addiction, and and it tells us. It's the, the, the disease that tells you that you don't have it. And even if you do acknowledge that you have it, it re, it minimizes it and makes it seem not near as bad as it actually is. And when you accept the things that they are, like our addiction, you can let go of that stress and anxiety Um, And try to control the thing, uh, stop trying to control the things that you can't control. And that's a big part of moving forward in addiction too. And that is that we're always trying to control everything in our life. And by accepting it for what it is and moving forward, we learn the difference between accepting, uh, changing the things that we can't and changing those things that we can. And when we start moving into the area of just working on accepting the things that we can, It very much reduces the amount of stress that we're under, and uh, that'll give you a better and greater peace of mind. So, you know, acceptance is the key component of mindfulness as well, all right? Mindfulness is about being present in the moment, which is what we try to do in recovery. We live in the moment. We don't worry about the past because we can't do anything about it. We don't worry about the future because we can't control the future, we don't even know if we're going to have a future. So since the future hasn't happened yet, we really work on not worrying about that, only worrying about what we have right now, the present moment. That's what we worry about. And uh, mindfulness is about um, uh, you know not having judgment about this towards ourselves and towards others. And this is an essential part of, of mindfulness also because it allows you to be present without trying to change anything. Anything. We can't change the moment, so we live in the moment and focus on what we are doing right now. And in recovery, that's staying sober, right? So acceptance is also essential for long term recovery because recovery is a lifelong process. I say that to patients all the time. Your graduation date in recovery, you graduate in recovery the day that you die. From now until the day that you die, you will be working on your recovery. And that's okay. That's okay. Remember, we're not doing it. We are not doing it by looking well into the future. We're doing it by looking at today. You know, I I often use the example of, uh, I have a friend of mine. Actually, I I have a guy that was on this podcast series. He's an ultra uh, runner. And I remember asking him how in the world he runs 100-mile marathons because, you know, that's just Uh, who can do that? We just think that's impossible. Well, it is possible. And I asked this man about that. It was like, how how do you run 100-mile races? And he says, well, Mike, I look at running 100 miles differently. I don't look at it the same way you do. You look at it as running 100 miles, and it seems impossible because your mind tells you it's impossible. Just like recovery seems, a life of recovery seems impossible. He says, but the way that I look at it is this. I don't run the 100 miles. I run to the next aid station. I run to the next tree line. Then I get to that tree line, and then I'll run to where my crew is. I know they're a mile down the road. Then after that, I'll make it to the next aid station where I can change my shoes. Then I ne- I run to that parking lot over there. After the parking lot, I run to the tree line, so on and so forth. And what he says is, I'm not running the 100 miles. I'm just running from this point to that point. And I only focus on running from this point to that point. Well, recovery is kind of the same way, isn't it? We don't think about being sober for the rest of our life. We think about getting through today. Maybe you have to think about just getting up and getting to breakfast, and breakfast to lunch, and then lunch to um, your afternoon nap, if you take a nap, or whatever it is that you do in the afternoon, then making it to dinner and then to bedtime. And you're only focusing on that. I'm going to get to lunch without having a drink or drug. okay? Because most of us can maybe not use drugs or alcohol for a short period of time, and our brains can accept that. But the thought of being sober for 10 more years or 10 years or a lifetime, that might be just too much. So that's what we do. And, you know, this is something that I really want you to work on, you know, accepting that it is the way that it is, because for the long term, that's what we really have to do. So it's a you know acceptance is a powerful tool for recovery and it's it's going to help you let go of the past that you might have a lot of guilt and shame over and like i say it reduces your stress and, and it can imp- absolutely improve your relationships your relationships are going to get better just by being sober i can assure you of that and by embracing acceptance as part of your recovery journey you can move forward with greater peace of mind and a sense of Purpose, you know, it's if nothing else, it gives you a purpose every single day when you get up, and that is to focus on your recovery, and then everything comes in after that. So, uh, acceptance—that's that's a big term, big recovery term—and I just want you to meditate on that, and I want you to really think about how you can work on accepting your disease, and it is just that as it is. After all, if you had cancer diabetes, if you had any other illness that you had no control over, you would just learn to accept it and do everything that you could to combat that thing. And that's what we do in recovery. And so just some of my thoughts today on this idea of acceptance. And folks, I know that this is something that is going to help you. And if it's not you that is struggling with addiction, you can give this episode to someone that you know that is struggling with addiction and it will help them. It really will. All of these these podcasts are uh, things that will help those in your life that are struggling. Please give them this information because I know it will help them to get better as they move forward in their recovery journey. So with that, folks, I'll be talking with you soon. Thank you for joining me here today on Recovery is Possible, and I will be talking with you soon. Till next time. Take care. This episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat substance use and mental health treatment centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. Reach out today at retreatbehavioralhealth.com or call at 855 855- for more information.